0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000-plus movie reviews. You can read there anytime at Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Continuing on with some of the later summer fun, I guess, is... The Meg, that is the film I'm going to be reviewing today. It stars Jason Statham, along with Lee Bingbing, Rain Wilson, Cliff Curtis, Winston Chow, Sophia Kai, Ruby Rose, Paige Kennedy, Robert Taylor, Olafur, Derry, Olofsson, Jessica McNamee, and Masi Oka. The director is John Turtletaub, and the screenplay is credited to... Dean Georgeris, John Hober, and Eric Hober. It's based on the novel Meg by Steve Alton. It's a PG-13 rated film for its action, its peril, its bloody images, and some language. The runtime is an hour and 53 whopping minutes for a film like this. John Turtletaub, who many people know from a lot of the work that he did for Disney. I generally like his movies, even though I don't consider them movies with any kind of edge or distinct stamp on them, but I have liked most of his work over the years. He's directing this big action, a mild horror flick here. It's seemingly pulled out of the 1990s, those adolescent-minded blockbusters that came out during the 90s. It really reminds me of a lot of those. This is about a megalodon, which is, in this film anyway, a massive 75-foot shark that was long thought to be extinct since the prehistoric days. The megalodon still exists. It attacks a research submarine in the Mariana Trench, within the lowest depths of the Pacific Ocean. Winston Chow here plays Zhang, an oceanographer and an international research center administrator who's from China. It's just off of the Chinese coast. He's out to save the survivors who were stuck in the submarine, and he forms this crew that includes his marine biologist daughter, Su Yin, and soon it's headed by a deep-sea rescue diver named Jonas Taylor, played by Jason Statham. He comes out of retirement to save his also-trapped ex-wife, that really is the motivating factor there, the tortured and drunken tailor who apparently has a six-pack in his abs just from downing actual six-packs of beer. We find out in the film's introductory scene he may have a history with whatever massive creature is down there that caused this disaster and that rattled him enough to give up his occupation once and for all, or so we thought, at least until he comes out of retirement for this mission. It's more to the story than that. It doesn't really offer a lot more story than that, though. The Meg represents a conglomeration of other shark movies that have come before. You know, you start with Jaws. A lot of Jaws elements here. A lot of nods visually, especially to Jaws. Deep Blue Sea, I would probably compare it to that 90s movie a little bit more in terms of its tone. The Shallows just recently was a pretty good version of this kind of film, although I think that one was much more of a survival tale. And then all the way up through a lot of those insane and increasingly unrealistic Shark TV movie a week offerings that you see on basic cable stations playing any time over the last decade. And unlike those television offerings, The Meg does boast a larger budget. You got Jason Statham here, a big star. He once trained as an Olympic diver, so kind of a natural choice to do the physicality of this role. That just may be enough to clear the hurdle for those viewers who are looking for some low-grade action, some big CG-infused visual effects, and a few moments of mild jocularity. You wouldn't really know it from the results here in the Meg, which trends toward eye candy spectacle more than anything else that this is a film that's based on a book. It was first published in 1997 called Meg, A Novel of Deep Terror. That was by Steve Alton. He's made a series of Meg books since then. Now, fans of the book have voiced their disapproval that this film mostly jettisons everything about what they found in the novel, except for there's a large shark and there are a couple of characters that have the same name. But beyond all of this, this is really a shark movie. All of the typical shark movie tropes are here. Seen by the screenwriters more as a checklist to embrace instead of a series of cliches that they want to avoid. They go full bore into shark movie territory and all of which that represents. One of the worst of those tropes, I feel, is the one that marred the original Jaws sequels, as well as continuing to plague the current Jurassic film series, being that bigger automatically means scarier. It doesn't really translate onto what we see on the screen. Just because you have something that's very large doesn't make it that scary. I found more scares in the original Jaws and the T-Rex from the original Jurassic Park than I ever have in any of the huge giant hybrids that they try to concoct for all of the sequels. And despite all of that, you know, there's a chance here that it could be So Bad It's Good, at least as a film, and some people would embrace it as such. But I don't think it's going to go down so much as a So Bad It's Good film, as it is a could have been good if it weren't trying so hard to be So Bad It's Good. I feel like it really is trying to be Somewhere in between the Sharknado and Jaws, it doesn't really commit either way. And as a result, it just kind of languishes in the so-so category. And the one thing that the Meg does avoid is out-and-out out gore in its delivery. It's a PG-13 rated film, and most of its ick factor is relegated to a ravaged whale or shark carcasses and an occasional severed limb or two floating in the ocean. Tob is the director, so it really does kind of fit in with some of his Disney sensibilities that he's crafted over the years. The best thing that I'm going to say about the Meg as a whole is that it is slickly packaged. It's generally watchable. It does have a charismatic statham performance at its core. And it does have a motley and attractive supporting cast, composed one presumes, to appeal to the world market. You have people from all different nationalities and different ethnicities to put into this film, especially China, who funded a good deal of the film. A lot of the film takes place in and around China, we've got some Chinese dialogue here. It very much is evident throughout this film where it's going to try to market itself in order to recoup a lot of the money internationally. And there's a sense that let's just have fun with a ridiculous premise attitude, which works for some low wattage thrills. Although the film is never really scary or suspenseful in the slightest because of the inherent problems with its characterizations or lack thereof and basic storytelling or lack thereof and part of the issue for the film overall comes from the little build up that it has for the megalodon itself which ends up merely being a big plot device that any form of monster or alien could have been plugged into for the same effect of this movie it takes little advantage other than the size of exploring the history of how such a creature came to be and how it could survive undetected, and whatever it is that's motivating it to do just about anything that it does in the course of the story's events. However, at nearly two hours in length, the Meg can't overcome an inordinate share of lulls for such a dunderheaded premise. It takes nearly an hour to actually show the havoc-causing shark that we've already seen numerous times in nearly every advertisement, every poster that leads up to the film's release. I don't know why they try to make it such a secret as you're watching this film to try to keep it off the screen. Jaws did it to great effect, but this film just really doesn't do it that well. The plot plays to a very predictable pattern, and nothing is really built up to the point where we genuinely care about exactly what's going on. We're only left there to admire the Meg for all of its visual bells and auditory whistles. So if Statham's presence and the slick action-packed editing are enough for you to shell out $10 to see it, maybe the Meg is going to provide just enough oomph to keep you sated at some of the goods that it has to deliver. However, if you're looking for anything remotely substantial or even memorable after a week's time has passed, you're probably going to find that the Meg is one very close keystroke away from a title that describes the feeling that most people are going to have coming out of it, the Meh. So I'm going to give The Meg two and a half stars out of four. Two and a half stars on my scale means that I do feel it had the tools, it had the talent to actually be something entertaining that I would actually recommend. It falls just short here. Like I said, it's a watchable movie, but it's not really one that I would say go out of your way to see in the movie theaters. Certainly there are a lot better films that are competing for your dollars that are much more worthy than this one. Give it a rental, and maybe in the comfort of your own home, maybe you'll find the kind of entertainment that you're seeking for a no-brain evening, I guess, for some people who just want to shut off their brains. It's that kind of movie. So two and a half stars out of four for The Meg. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you have any thoughts of your own on this film, you can write to me. You can find my contact information on my website. There's even a uh, space for comments now after all of my reviews. You can add your comment to the review for The Meg and let other people know what you think of this film. You can also reach out to me on my Twitter feed and Facebook page. The links are on my site. And before I go today, I just want to remind you that I do films of the 1980s, on a podcast form, you can listen to Around the World in 80s Movies and check that out. I actually will be doing the Jaws series at some point in the future. I don't know when, but I definitely plan to go through Jaws and all of its sequels at some point on that show. So check out Around the World in 80s Movies. Search for it wherever you're listening to this right now, and you'll find it. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening, and I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies.